Eden Church, it is a joy to be with you this morning. Qué bueno es estar con ustedes esta mañana. Okay, so I brought my family today, which they haven't been here since I've come before. Así que traje mi familia y nunca han venido conmigo antes. And my wife, because she does speak Spanish, she was a little bit nervous that I would try speaking Spanish and that I would embarrass her. So <laughs> here it goes. Y, y mi esposa habla español y, y le dio vergüenza que yo tratara de hablar español, así que así, aquí les va. Today we're going to be in Libro de Juan, capítulo 13. <laughs> we're going to be in yeah. John 13. Yeah? Yo necesito practicar mi español. Uh, but we're going to be in John chapter Chapter 13 this morning, you can open up your Bible there. Vamos a estar en Juan 13, puedes abrir tu Biblia. We are going to begin in verses 1 through 6. I'm going to read, pray, and then get into it. Does that sound good? Vamos a, voy a leer, y luego vamos a, suena bien? John chapter 1, beginning in verse 1, this is God's word. Eso es lo que dice la palabra de Dios. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come and that he should depart from this world to the Father... Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And supper being ended, the devil, having already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose from supper and laid aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was girded. Then he came to Simon Peter, and Peter said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? Mira lo que dice, antes de la celebración de la Pascua, Jesús sabía que había llegado su momento para dejar este mundo y regresar a su Padre. Había amado a sus discípulos durante el ministerio que realizó en la tierra, y ahora los amó hasta el final. Era la hora de cenar y el diablo ya había incitado a Judas, hijo de Simón Escariote, para traicionar a Jesús. Jesús sabía que el Padre le había dado autoridad sobre todas las cosas y que había venido a Dios y regresaría a Dios. Así que se levantó de la mesa y quitó el manto y sató la toalla a la cintura y echó agua en un recipiente. Luego comenzó a lavarle los pies a los discípulos y a secarle con la toalla que tenía en la cintura. Cuando se acercó a Simón Pedro, este le dijo, Señor, ¿tú me vas a lavar los pies a mí? Let's pray together one more time. Oramos. Lord Jesus, we just ask that you would come. Lord, we believe that your word is living and powerful, and we ask, God, that you would speak to us. Jesus, once again, we confess we are in deep, deep need of you. So we want to give you this time. Would you be given the seat of honor in this place this morning? In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. A few weeks ago, I was in the car with my kids. Hace unas semanas estaba en el carro con mis hijos. And I hear some arguing coming from the back seat. Y ellos estaban discutiendo en el, los asientos de atrás. My four-year-old at the time. Eh, mi niño de cuatro años en aquel tiempo. And my three-year-old are arguing about who's the most powerful. Y mi hija de tres años están discutiendo que quién es el más poderoso. They're flexing on each other. Y están haciendo fuerzas. And suddenly, my three-year-old son. Y de repente, mi hijo de tres años. Cries out from the back seat. Llora del asiento. No, God's more powerful. Y dice, Dios es más poderoso. And he'd be absolutely correct. Y está completamente correcto. The conversation was amusing, but it's also revealing. Esta conversación fue muy interesante, pero revela algo. Even at an early age, we have a desire for power. Que aún de una edad pequeña nosotros deseamos el poder. We have a desire for control. Deseamos control. We have a desire to rule. Deseamos control. Eh, eh, gobernar. 
And some attempt to gain this power by force. Y tal vez unos tratan de agarrar este poder por fuerza. By argument. Por uh, discutir. By intellect. Para, por ser inteligente. By money. Por dinero. Oftentimes, power is misused and abused. Muchas de las veces el poder lo, lo, no lo usamos de la manera correcta. And as we continue our series, Rediscovering Jesus, que esa serie, a Jesús, we're going to see that Jesus really does use power the way it's supposed to be used. Vemos que Jesús usa el poder de la que debe de ser usada. Here, we find Jesus with his disciples. Aquí vemos a Jesús con sus discípulos, and right as they're entering into this meal together, y que están a punto de entrar a esta Cena juntos. They're walking into an upper room. Están entrando a un cuarto alto, aposento alto. And the disciples are arguing about who is the greatest of them all. Y los discípulos están discutiendo de quién es el más grande entre ellos. And in response to this argument, y en respuesta a este argumento, Jesus does the unthinkable. Jesús hace lo que muchos no pensarían que él hiciera. He does something as a sign to the disciples of what true power and greatness looks like. Él les enseña cómo se ve el poder. He shows them that he is the servant king. Él les enseña que él es el, el rey que sirve. In our text today, we're going to see three things. En este pasaje vamos a ver tres cosas. Number one, the posture of humility. Número uno, la postura de la humildad. Number two, the promises of humility. La promesa de la humildad. And number three, the power of humility. Y número tres, el poder de la humildad. Are you ready, Eden? ¿Estás listo? Okay, number one. Número uno. The posture of humility. La postura de la humildad. Let's read some of those verses again, beginning in verse 2. Mira el verso 2. And supper being ended, the devil having already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, he rose from supper and laid aside his garments took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was girded. Mira el verso 2. Era la hora de cenar y el diablo ya había incitado a Judas, hijo de Simón Escariote, para que lo traicionara a Jesús. Jesús sabía que el Padre le había dado autoridad sobre las cosas y que había venido de Dios y re regresaría a Dios. Así que se levantó de la mesa, se quitó su manto, sató una toalla a la cintura y echó agua en un recipiente. Luego comenzó a lavarle los pies a los discípulos y a secárselos con la toalla que tenía en la cintura. In this act of cleansing the disciples' feet, Jesus actually reflects the prophets of old. Jesús en lavarle los pies a los discípulos refleja lo que los profetas en el Antiguo Testamento hacían. Oftentimes in the Old Testament, prophets would do a sign that would accompany a teaching. Muchas de las veces los profetas hacían una señal que venía con una enseñanza. They would demonstrate a spiritual truth through action. Ellos demostraban una, una eh, práctica espiritual con una acción. And this is exactly what Jesus does here. Es lo que Jesús hace aquí. He takes the form of the lowliest servant. Él toma la forma de uno que sirve. 
but really to understand and appreciate the humility of Jesus here para poder entender la humildad de Jesús aquí we first need to consider the majesty of Jesus tenemos que entender la majestad de Jesús notice in verse 4 mira el verso 4 we're told that the same Jesus washing the feet of the disciples nos dice que el mismo Jesús lavando los pies de los discípulos is the same Jesus who came from the glories of heaven es el mismo Jesús que viene de las glorias del cielo who came from God and will one day return to God que viene de Dios y un día regresará a Dios in verse 4 Jesus is right reference as the one who has been given all things. En el verso 4 él es referido al que le, se le ha dado todas las cosas. It's important to note that the book of John itself is a letter written to express the divinity of Jesus. Es importante saber que el libro de Juan fue escrita para mostrar la divinidad de Dios. In other words, John's main goal is to show that Jesus is God in human flesh. Él nos quiere mostrar que Jesús es Dios en forma humana. The Gospel of Matthew presents Jesus as the Jewish Messiah. El libro de Mateo lo muestra como el rey de los judíos. The book of Mark shows Jesus as the servant. El libro de Marcos lo muestra como el sirviente. The book of Luke shows Jesus as a human. El verso de Lucas lo muestra como un humano. And the book of John shows Jesus as God. Y Juan muestra a Jesús como Dios. So with that in mind, we approach John 13. Y con eso en mente llegamos a Juan 13. Before Jesus puts on this uh, this act of humility, Antes de que Jesús hace un acto de humildad, John reminds us of the majesty of Jesus. Él nos muestra de la magnitud de Jesús. That Jesus is, is in fact God in human flesh. Que Jesús es Dios. It's in the Gospel of John that Jesus is referred to as the Word. Es en Juan que Jesús es referido como la Palabra. Who is at the beginning of time? Que era antes del tiempo. That he's the one who created all things. Que él es el que creó todo. It's also John who said that it's that Jesus who put on human skin. Juan dice que es ese Jesús que se pone se entra al quebrantamiento humano. Human flesh, yeah. It's yeah. Conceived, conceived by the Holy Spirit. Él es concebido por el Espíritu Santo. Born as a baby. Él nace como un bebé. But perfect in all of his ways. Pero es perfecto en todo lo que hace. That's what John's revealing to us throughout his his book. Eso es lo que Juan nos revela en el en el Evangelio. It's also John who gives us the seven I statements of Jesus. Juan también nos da los siete eh, yo sois en el libro. And I think you guys went over this recently, right? Y si los hemos estudiado. Sí. Yeah. So the I am statements was to show that the same Jesus is the same one who appeared to Moses in the book of Exodus. Es para mostrarnos que Jesús es el mismo que se les mostró a Moisés en el libro de Éxodo. It's in John that we read that Jesus is the bread of life. Es en Juan donde leemos que Jesús es el pan de vida. The light of the world. La luz del mundo. The great shepherd. El buen pastor. The door. La puerta. The way, the truth, and the life. El camino, la verdad y la vida. The resurrection la and the life. La resurrección y la vida. And the true vine. Y la viña verdadera. In other words, all of John has been showing and demonstrating just how grand and majestic Jesus is. Todo el evangelio de Juan nos ha estado mostrando qué tan grande Jesús es. It's also in the Gospel of John that John records seven signs or miracles that Jesus does. Y también en Juan vemos siete diferentes milagros que Juan hace. In John, we see that Jesus turns water into wine. Vemos que Jesús transforma el agua en vino. That he heals the nobleman's faith. Que él sana el hijo del hombre noble. It's in John we see Jesus' healing of the man at the pool of Bethesda. Cuando Jesús sana al hombre en la alberca de Bethesda. 
John records the feeding of the 5,000. He records walking on water. Él sobre el agua. Healing a man born blind. Él sana un que nació ciego. And raising Lazarus from the dead. Y a de entre los In other words, he's elevating our view of who Jesus is. En otras palabras, está en quién Jesús es. And this is the thing. Es la cosa. We can never over-exaggerate the majesty of Jesus. Nunca la de Jesús. In A.W. Tozer's book, The Knowledge of the Holy, en un, el libro, autor A. W. Tozer dice esto. he says, the confusion of the church is steadily growing worse. La confusión de la iglesia cada vez va, creen, va creciendo peor. I refer to the loss of the concept of the majesty of God from the popular religious mind. Me refiero a la pérdida del, conce del concepto de la majestad de Dios en la mentalidad de la gente religiosa. The church has surrendered her once lofty concept of God. La iglesia ha renunciado el, el concepto de la majestad de Dios. And substituted for it once so low. Y lo han sustituido por algo tan bajo. So ignoble as to be utterly unworthy of thinking worshiping men. Algo que es totalmente indigna de los hombres que nosotros podamos adorarle. According to Tozer, según Tozer, we have lost interest in God because we've lost the majesty of God. Hemos perdido nuestro interés de Dios porque hemos perdido la majestad de Jesús. He's almost become too familiar to us. Se ha convertido muy familiar a nosotros. We grow up hearing the stories of Jesus washing the disciples' feet. Crecimos escuchando esa historia de Jesús lavando los pies a los discípulos. And we almost think no big deal. That's what Jesus does. Y pensamos, oh, pues no es no es algo grande. Es lo que Jesús hace. We fail to recognize the majesty and grandness of who he is. No vemos qué tan grande Jesús es. And it's only when we consider this y solo es cuando consideramos esto that the humility of Jesus means anything. Que la humildad de Jesús significa algo. It's only when we consider the majesty of Jesus es cuando nosotros consideramos la magnitud de Jesús that we then appreciate how far he came down podemos ver qué tan bajo Jesús out vino of love for humanity. En amor por la humanidad. We have to remember the majesty of Jesus. Tenemos que recordar la majestad de Jesús. And so before John goes on and tells us what Jesus did, y antes de mostrarnos lo que Jesús hace, notice he reminds us there in verse 3, nos recuerda en el verso 3, that Jesus is the one the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and is going to God. Nos dice que Jesús sabía que que el Padre le había dado autoridad sobre todas las cosas y que Él había venido de Dios y regresaría a Dios. He elevates our understanding of who He is. Él eleva nuestro entendimiento de quién Jesús es. I mean, consider the distance that He's getting us to consider. Considera la distancia que Él nos lleva a considerar. That all the way from the glories of heaven, Jesus is now wiping the disciples' feet. Que él antes estaba en los cielos y ahora está en el piso lavando los pies de un discípulo. And this is the posture that Jesus takes. Y esta es la postura que Jesús toma. According to Tozer's idea, Según Tozer, we are enamored by the things of this world and are disinterested in God because we have reduced him to some genie in a bottle. Nosotros eh, no estamos tan interesados en Dios porque hemos reducido a Jesús a un genie que está en, en, en una cajita. But this is what Philippians 2 verse 5 says. Pero eso es lo que Filipenses capítulo 2, 5 dice. 
Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. Tengan la misma actitud que tuvo Cristo Jesús, aunque era Dios, no consideró que al ser igual a Dios fuera algo a lo cual aferrarse. En cambio, renunció a sus privilegios divinos, adoptó la, uh, la humilde posición de un esclavo y nació como un ser humano cuando apareció en la forma de hombre. The humility of Christ reminds us that the one who holds all things took a towel, wrapped, him, wrapped it around his waist. And wash the disciples' stinky, smelly feet. La humildad de Jesús la vemos en la forma que se amarra la toalla y lava los pies de los discípulos. This is the posture of Jesus. It's a posture of humility. Esta es la postura de Jesús. Es una postura de humildad. It was Jesus who said, I did not come to be served, but to be a servant of all. Jesús dijo, yo no vine a ser servido, sino yo vine a ser un sirviente de todos. See, the posture of humility does not seek its own interests, but the interests of others. La postura de humildad no busca eh, ser el interés propio, sino se interesa por otras personas. The posture of humility is not one of self-protection, but self-giving. La postura de humildad no es protegerte a ti mismo, sino proteger a otros. The posture of humility is not to make oneself comfortable, but to be compassionate to others. El, el, el acto de humildad no es buscar la comodidad, sino tener compasión por otros. And this is the beauty about the posture of humility. Y esa es la hermosura de la postura de humildad. It's not afraid of the messes that no, people make. No tiene miedo de lo, los errores que otras personas hacen. Consider even the mess of the disciples here in this moment. Considera eh, eh, los errores que los discípulos habían hecho hasta el momento. Like they didn't have the, the cool shoes everyone's wearing here this morning. No tienen todos los zapatos padres que todos tienen aquí el día de hoy. They had these little sandals that were feet were covered in uh, dirt and mud and who knew who knows what else was on their feet. Tenían unas sandalias que estaban llenos de lodo. And the mess that they made is here they are in the presence of Jesus arguing about who's the greatest. Y aquí ellos están enfrente de Jesús discutiendo que quién es el más grande. I mean, this is almost embarrassing. Es casi da vergüenza. But Jesus, he just takes the form of a servant. Pero Jesús toma la forma de alguien que sirve. He wasn't afraid of their mess and he's not afraid of your mess. Él no tenía miedo del cochinero de ellos y no tiene miedo del cochinero tuyo. This is who our God is. Ese es quien Jesús es. So this is the posture of humility that he takes. Esta es la postura de humildad que Jesús toma. Now let's consider two promises of humility that he gives. Ahora vamos a considerar dos promesas de humildad que él nos da. Number one, the promise of communion. We see this in verses 7 to 11. Y la primera, la promesa de comunión lo vemos en el verso 7 al 11. Let me read it to you. Te lo leo. Jesus answered and said to him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will know after this. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, He who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. For he knew who would betray him. Therefore he said, You are not all clean. Jesús contestó, Ahora no entiendes lo que hago, pero, aún, pero algún día lo entenderás. No pro, uh, protestó Pedro, Jamás me lavarás los pies. 
Si no te lavo, respondió Jesús, no vas a, no vas a pertenecerme. Entonces, lávame también las manos y la cabeza, Señor. No solo los pies, exclamó Simón Pedro. Jesús respondió, una persona que ha sido bañada bien, no necesita lavarse más que los pies para estar completamente limpia. Y ustedes, discípulos, están limpios, aunque no todos. Pues Jesús sabía que quién lo iba a traicionar. A eso se refería cuando dijo, no todos están limpios. Once again, Jesus' act is demonstrating a spiritual truth. Otra vez Jesús en su acto nos está demostrando una eh, realidad espiritual, una verdad and, espiritual. And that is that cleansing is necessary for communion. Y eso es que el estar limpio es muy importante para tener comunión. Our text focuses in on Peter who's at first resistant to Jesus' cleansing. Al principio vemos que Pedro resiste ser limpio It was Peter on this night that answered Jesus' question when Jesus asked, Who do you say that I am? Es en esta noche donde Pedro responde esta pregunta cuando Jesús dice, ¿Quién es que ustedes creen que yo soy? Jesus, or Peter, correctly answered that he, Jesus, is the Son of God. Pero dice que tú eres el Hijo de Dios. Peter had this high understanding of the majesty of Jesus. It could not comprehend how it was appropriate for Jesus to be the one to wash his feet. Pedro tenía un entendimiento correcto de quién Jesús es, que él no podía entender cómo Jesús podía lavarle a él los pies. At first, Peter was resistant to this act. Al principio, Pedro estaba resistiendo este acto. And I want you to put yourself in Peter's shoes y quiero que moment. te pongas en los zapatos de Pedro. Because often, this can be the natural reaction of us, too. Porque muchas de las veces, esa puede ser nuestra reacción inicial. That it, we're uncomfortable of the, 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 the thought that Jesus would be the one cleansing us. Oftentimes we can be comfortable thinking that we're the ones that should be worshiping and praising Jesus. But to consider that Jesus cleanses us Pero para considerar que Jesús nos limpia a nosotros, means that we need to confess that we're in need of cleansing. Tenemos que confesar que necesitamos ser limpios. This is why it's often uncomfortable. Jesus tells Peter that if he does not wash him, then Peter has no part with him. And Peter's response is almost humorously, hey, then wash my entire body, Jesus, if that's the case. But the point I want you to see is that Jesus is saying that cleansing is necessary for communion or real relationship with God. Pero lo que no quiero que entiendas es que el estar limpio, el ser limpios es muy importante para tener para estar en comunión con él. Again, I want to invite you into the story because Peter's response is, is similar to our response. Quiero invitarte a la historia porque la respuesta de Pedro es muy similar a la de nosotros. Peter's focus is on what he could offer God rather than what God was offering him. Pedro está enfocado en lo que él le puede dar, no en lo que Jesús le puede dar a él. Peter's service to God was his primary focus. El servicio de Pedro a él es el enfoque primordiario de Pedro. And this is important to consider because this is why Christianity is so unique from anything else. Y esto es muy importante considerar, por eso es que el ser cristiano es muy diferente a otras religiones. It's also why Christianity is so offensive to so many. Es por eso que la cristiandad es muy ofensiva para muchas personas. Because according to Jesus, porque según Jesús, your service doesn't mean that you, you merit communion with God. Que tu servicio no significa que tú mereces 
comunión con Dios. In other words, your good works don't merit communion or relationship with God. En otras palabras, tus buenos actos no significan que mereces comunión con Dios. According to Jesus, your obedience doesn't merit communion with God. En otras palabras, también eso dice tu obediencia no significa que mereces comunión con Dios. According to Jesus, your sacrifice doesn't merit communion with God. Según Jesús, tu sacrificio no significa que tienes una relación con so Dios. So you can give all you have to the church. Así que puedes dar todo lo que tienes a la iglesia. You can live a moral life. Puedes vivir una vida moral. You can have it all together. Puedes tenerlo todo en, en su lugar. Yet not have communion with God. Pero aún no tener comunión con Dios. Why? ¿Por qué? Because cleansing is necessary for communion. Porque el estar limpio es necesario para tener comunión. This means it's not what you have to offer God. Eso significa que no, no depende de lo que tú le puedes dar a Dios. But what Jesus has done for us. Pero lo que Jesús ha hecho por nosotros. That through his blood. Que por medio de su sangre. Through the crucifixion. Por medio de la crucifixión. Through his death. Por su muerte. He offers cleansing él for nos, humanity. Él nos ofrece estar limpios. No. Christianity claims that in order to merit communion with God, you must be cleansed by Christ. Los cristianos declaran que el tener comunión con Dios depende de ser limpios por él. And to be cleansed by Christ means that something is wrong with you. Y el estar limpios por Jesús significa que algo está mal contigo. That's what's so offensive to Christianity. Eso es lo que es ofensivo. Is that we have to admit that we're in need of cleansing. Que nosotros tenemos que decir que necesitamos ser limpios. The only thing that we have to offer Jesus is our filthy rags of righteousness. Lo único que nosotros podemos ofrecerle a Jesús es nuestra suciedad. Where on the outside we might have it together. Donde por fuera tal vez parece que tenemos todo en orden. But the inside we're perishing. Pero por dentro nos estamos muriendo. But this is the beauty of the gospel at the same time. Esta es la hermosura del evangelio al mismo tiempo. For it is in the mess of our sin that Jesus is magnified in the, the most. Es en nuestro pecado donde Jesús es magnificado that it's lo when más. We confess the areas in our life that are failing. Es cuando nosotros confesamos that the beauty of Jesus shines most brightly. Que la hermosura de Jesús brilla más. It's in the darkest places of our lives. Es en la oscuridad de nuestras vidas. Jesus promises again, if I do not wash you, you have no part in me. Jesús dice, si yo no te lavo, tú, tienes, tú no tienes parte conmigo. Peter, understanding that he must be cleansed by Jesus. Pedro, entendiendo que tiene, sabiendo que tiene que ser lavado por Jesús. Humorly asks Jesus to bathe his own whole body. Le dice, lávame por completo. In other words, Peter's saying, en otras palabras, Pedro está diciendo, if in order to have communion with you, then Jesus cleanse all of me. Just wash me. I'm dirty. Help. Si tengo que estar limpio para tener con comunión contigo, entonces lávame por completo. Uh, my son, he intentionally gets dirty in order to be take a bath. Mi hijo, él a propósito se ensucia para que lo lavemos. Like just yesterday, we're playing outside and kid just lays all over the dirt. Ayer estábamos jugando y se acuesta en la tierra. I mean, like, I'm down with that if, like, you play in the mud for, like, 10, 20 minutes to give me a break. O sea, yo estoy bien con eso si juegas en el lodo por 10, 15 minutos para darme un descanso. But he literally just gets messy in order to come inside so he can take a bath. 
se ensucia nada más para entrar a la casa para que lo bañemos. And some people have that false idea about God too. Y muchos tienen esa idea falsa acerca de Dios. Okay, if you're saying that in order to be in communion with you, I need to get dirty so I can get cleansed. So si tú estás diciendo que tengo que estar limpio, entonces me tengo que ensuciar then para I'm que gonna, me limpies. I'm going to go party it up. Entonces voy a ir a las fiestas. I'm going to do whatever I want. Voy a hacer lo que yo quiera. It's Apostle Paul who said where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more, right? But right after that, the Apostle Paul says this. Pero después de eso, Pedro dice, Does grace abound so that sin abounds? La gracia abunda para que el pecado abunde? Certainly not. No. No way. No. That's not the idea of it. Eso no es la idea de eso. No, we don't go and get messy in order to be cleansed. We realize that we are already in need of cleansing. Entendemos que ya necesitamos ser limpios. Peter didn't need a bath to be cleansed by Jesus. Pedro no tenía que estar bañado completamente por Jesús. He only needed his feet cleansed. Solo necesitaba que sus pies fueran limpios. And this brings us to kind of a theological idea here. Y nos lleva a una idea teológica aquí. If you didn't know that your salvation is in stages. Eh, que tu salvación es, es, va por niveles. Stage number one. El nivel número uno. It's called justification. Es justificación. This means that the moment that you receive Jesus into your life. El momento que tú recibiste a Jesús en tu vida. Because you realize your need for him. Porque reconoces que lo necesitas. The, the moment that you confess that Jesus is Lord. El momento que tú confesas que Jesús es Dios. And that God raised him from the dead. Y de que Jesús lo levantó de entre los muertos. Then you are justified. Entonces eres justificado. That means you're declared righteous. Es que tú eres declarado justo. You're covered by the blood of Jesus. Eres cubierto por la sangre de Jesús. Your sin is forgiven. Tus pecados son perdonados. Jesus comes to live within you. Jesús viene a vivir dentro de ti. In other words, you're bathed. En otras palabras, eres lavado. You're cleansed from the penalty of sin. Eres limpiado de la paga del pecado. Because Jesus bore the penalty for you on the cross. Porque Jesús pagó ese precio por ti en la cruz. But justification. Pero justificación. Where you raise your hand one time. Donde levantas tu mano una vez. Or repeated a prayer. O repites una oración. To invite Jesus in. Para invitar a Jesús en tu vida. That's only the beginning. Ese solo es el comienzo. It brings us to stage two. Nos lleva al segundo paso. Stage two is called sanctification. Se llama santificación. Sanctification is God's constant process of saving us. La santificación es el proceso constante de Jesús salvándonos. Where He's setting us apart and saving us from the power of sin. Donde Él nos está salvando del poder del pecado. How many of you know that when you come to Jesus, you still struggle with sin? ¿Cuántos saben de cuando tú vienes a Jesús todavía batallas con pecado? There's this battle within us. Hay esta batalla dentro de ti. Our desires, nuestros deseos, which is sin, que es el pecado, and God's desires, y los deseos de Jesús, my way, mi camino, or God's way, el camino de Dios. Sanctification is the power of being freed from our way to live according to God's way. La santificación es ser libre de nuestra manera de vivir a la manera de vivir de la manera de Dios. Sanctification is God cleansing us. From the power of sin. Santificación es Dios limpiándonos del poder del pecado. This entire act of washing the disciples' feet is a picture of what the Bible refers to as sanctification. Todo este acto de Juan 13 es un cuadro de lo que la Biblia llama la santificación. The reality that we come to Jesus at one moment. La realidad que tú y yo venimos a Jesús a un momento. But from that moment now it's a lifetime. 
Pero de ese momento en adelante, of being needed to needing Jesus to cleanse us. Es toda una vida de necesitar a Jesús que nos limpie. Which is so different than the self-help picture of today. Que es muy completamente diferente a esta foto que muestran de este ayudarte a ti mismo. Because the idea of today often can be porque la idea del día de hoy that you come to Jesus for forgiveness es que tú vienes a Jesús para ser perdonado. But now it's up to you to get it all together. Pero ahora tú tienes que lidiar con todos sus problemas. But the beauty of the gospel is even better than that. Pero la hermosura del evangelio es más hermoso que eso. You come to Jesus by grace tú vienes a Jesús por gracia and then you live in grace with Jesus y tú vives en gracia con Jesús where Jesus cleanses us from sin and unrighteousness. Donde Jesús te limpia de tus pecados. Where Jesus helps us get it all together. Donde Jesús nos ayuda a lidiar con las cosas de nuestra Where vida. Jesus transforms us from the inside out. Donde Jesús nos transforma por dentro hacia afuera. It's not up to you. No se depende de ti. It's not by your power. No depende de tu poder. It's by his. Es por el poder de él. Which is often something that's also offensive to many. Que para muchas personas es ofensivo. Because so many can be like, oh, I, I've been to church, I've done that. Porque muchas personas dicen, oh, yo he ido a la iglesia, yo he hecho eso. I've done the Jesus thing, I know I'm going to have yo he aceptado, yo sé que voy a ir al cielo. Which might be true. Que, que es verdad. But the reality is, is you're still in need of him. Pero, pero tú también aún lo necesitas. Because our feet get dirty. Porque nuestros pies se nos ensucian. We mess up. Nos equivocamos. We fail again and again and again and again. Vez tras vez nos equivocamos. See, the beauty of who Jesus is. La hermosura de quien Jesús es. Is that even throughout our life, he puts on this servant's towel and he cleanses the mess of our lives. Es que a través de nuestra vida, él se pone la toalla y él limpia en las áreas donde nosotros nos equivocamos. This is what he's demonstrating here. Es lo que Jesús está demostrando. So number one, we see the promise of communion. Número uno, vemos la promesa de comunión. That cleansing is necessary for communion. Que el ser limpio es importante para la comunión. That if we want to grow in relationship with Jesus, we need to let him into the failures and issues and mess of our lives. Que si queremos crecer, tenemos que invitar a Jesús a esas áreas de nuestra vida. Number two and quickly. Número dos. We see the promise of blessing. Vemos la let me read it to you. So when he had washed their feet, taken his garments, and sat down again, he said to them, Do you know what I've done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed or blessed are you if you do them. Después de lavarle los pies, se puso, eh, se puso de pie una vez más. ¿Entienden lo que les acabo de hacer? Ustedes me llaman maestro y señor, y tienen razón porque sí lo soy. Y he dado quien yo soy su maestro y señor, les he lavado los pies a ustedes, ustedes ahora deben lavarse los pies unos a otros, les di mi ejemplo para que lo sigan, hagan lo mismo que yo he hecho con ustedes, les digo la verdad, los esclavos no son superior a su amo, ni el mensajero más importante al quien le envía el mensaje, ahora que saben esas cosas, Dios les bendecirá por hacerlas. So we see here, 
that we both need to have the attitude of humility before God, but also to other people. Aquí vemos que tenemos que tener humildad hacia Dios, pero también hacia otras personas. See, the promise of communion is humility before God. La promesa de humildad es humildad delante de Dios. And then the promise of blessing is humility to other people. Y la promesa de bendición es humildad hacia otras personas. He says, a servant isn't greater than a master. Dice, uno que sirve no es más grande que su amo. And here their master is washing the disciples' feet. Y aquí el amo He's saying that we need to continue in this attitude of humility to other people. I'm reading right now a book called Bullies and Saints. It's a history of just Christianity over the last 2,000 years. And the author is painting the picture that in the Christian church there's been both bullies and saints. There's been those that have misused and abused God's power and then use the power that they have to bless other people. Y vemos dos tipos de personas, personas que usan el poder que ha sido para usarlo de una manera incorrecta y otros que usan el poder para bendecir a otras personas. And the overall picture that he's drawing y el cuadro que está pintando is that Christianity has within it a built-in self-correction. Que dentro de la cristiandad tenemos algo que es como para corregirnos a nosotros mismos. And we need self-correction because rather than being clothed with humility, we often clothe ourselves with pride. Que muchas de las veces en vez de tener humildad nos vestimos con eh, el orgullo. Our successes, our achievements, our reputation. Todas las cosas buenas que hemos hecho en nuestras reputaciones. And whenever we do that, y cuando hacemos eso, we're not living the way of Jesus. No estamos viviendo de la manera que Jesús quiere. So que we need self-correction in order to come back to the place of humility. Así que necesitamos regresar al lugar de humildad. See, we're in need of this sanctification or constant cleansing. Necesitamos ser limpios constantemente. Because pride always wells up within us. Porque el orgullo se levanta dentro de nosotros. We don't like to be humble or clothed in humility. Nosotros no nos gusta la humildad ser humildes because when we are we're treated like a servant porque cuando somos somos tratados como un sirviente but that's exactly who Jesus is pero es exactamente quien Jesús es he's our servant king él es nuestro rey que sirve it was C.S. Lewis who said C.S. Lewis dijo humility is not thinking less of yourself humility is thinking of yourself less la humildad no es pensar menos eh, acerca de ti sino es pensar de ti menos in other words We aren't supposed to go into self-deprecation. So in otras palabras, no es como que, oh, tengo que pensar mal de mí. We're, we're always beating ourselves up. Donde piensas, oh, soy una persona muy mala. No, that's false humility. Esa es humildad falsa. Because we're still thinking about ourselves. Porque aún estamos pensando de nosotros. True humility is thinking ourselves less because we're thinking about other people. La humildad verdadera es pensar menos de nosotros porque estamos pensando más en otras personas. It doesn't mean that we let people walk all over us. Eso no significa que vamos a dejar que las personas caminen sobre nosotros. It means that we know our identity in Jesus therefore we're outward focused on loving other people it was 1 Peter chapter 5 that says this likewise you who are younger be subject to the elders clothe yourselves all of you with humility toward one another for God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God so at the proper time he may exalt you 1 Pedro 5 dice del mismo modo ustedes lo más jóvenes 
tienen que aceptar la autoridad de los ancianos y todos los visitantes con humildad en su, tan, en su trato a los unos con los otros, porque Dios opone a los orgullosos, pero da gracia a los humildes. Así que humíllense de, del gran poder de Dios y a su debido tiempo Él los levantará con honor. So this is the power or the promise of humility and the promise of blessing. That when we choose humility, God honors us. We live in a culture right now that's all about honoring ourselves. It's all about exalting ourselves. We give everyone the highlight reel of our lives. But the way of Jesus is to humble ourselves. It's to fight against that temptation of trying to make ourselves better than we actually are. It's to push against the temptation to, to prove ourselves. The way of Jesus is one of humility. And the promise of blessing is that when we choose humility, he will exalt us. So in ending, y para terminar, finally the power of humility is número, what we see this morning. Tres, el poder de la And I can invite the band to come up here in a moment as we close. But this is the beauty of who our God is. Y esa es la hermosura de quien nuestro Dios es. That he demonstrated true humility for us. Que él nos mostró cómo se ve la humildad verdadera. And I want to bring you back to verse 2. Y quiero regresarte, regresar al verso 2. In verse 2 we read... That Jesus said he loved them to the end, and supper being ended, the devil having already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Dice, era la hora de cenar, y el diablo ya había incitado a Judas, hijo de Simón Iscariote, para traicionarlo. We're given this detail that, that Jesus was aware that Judas was about to betray him. Yet even knowing this, Jesus chose to wash his feet. He washed his betrayer's feet. His enemy's feet. The most popular verse of the early church is this. El verso más popular de la iglesia primordial era esta. Matthew chapter 5 when Jesus says to love your enemies to pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your father who is in heaven for he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. Mateo 5 eh, donde dice ama a tus enemigos ora por los que te persiguen de esa manera estarás actuando como verdadero hijo de tu padre que está en el cielo pues el Da la luz de su sol tanto a los malos como a los buenos y envía luz sobre los justos y los injustos por igual. To love your enemies requires humility. Amar a tus enemigos requiere humildad. And this is the way of Jesus. Y ese es el camino de Jesús. As we consider this scene this morning, mientras que consideramos esta escena esta mañana, you can consider Peter who is all about what he had to offer God rather than what God had to offer him. Tú puedes ver a Pedro que él piensa en todo lo que él le puede dar a Dios y no lo que Dios le puede dar a él. We can consider Jesus who's giving us this way of humility. Podemos considerar a Jesús que nos muestra el camino de la humildad. But I want you to place yourself into Judas's shoes for a moment. Pero quiero que entres a los zapatos de Judas por un momento. The one who is betraying Jesus. El que estaba a punto de traicionar a Jesús. According to the Bible, según la Biblia, we have a lot more to relate to with Judas than we might want to admit. 
tú y yo nos podemos relacionar más a Judas de lo que quisiéramos. In Romans chapter 5, Paul the apostle actually refers to us as the enemies of God. En Romanos capítulo 5 Pablo se refiere a nosotros como enemigos de Dios. The reality is is that every single one of us has betrayed God. La realidad es que cada uno de nosotros hemos traicionado a Dios. But it was even in this moment when our back was toward him. Pero fue en este momento cuando nuestra espalda estaba volteada de él. That as we sang earlier Jesus was for us. Cuando cantamos antes que Jesús está por nosotros. In Romans chapter 5 verse 8 we read this. En Romanos 5:8 leemos esto. That God demonstrated his own love toward us and that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us. Vemos que pero Dios muestra su gran amor que nos tiene al enviar a Cristo a morir por nosotros cuando todavía éramos pecadores. When we were playing the role of Judas. Cuando nosotros estábamos actuando el papel de Judas. With our backs toward God. Con nuestras espaldas it was then that Jesus was crucified for our sins it was there that his blood was shed to cover our betrayal to cover our mistakes and to cover our failures this is who Jesus is this is true grace and when we actually receive this grace it reminds us that who are we we realize our rightful place and we're then able to love other people in the way that God's called us to love let's pray together